welcome to the Smutty and Nutty podcast. My name is Gabby and you can find me on Instagram at Gabby's Shelf, G-A-B-B-I-E. And I am Lexi and you can find me on Instagram at Reads by Lexi. And I'm Jess and you can find me on Instagram at Reads by Jessica and on my website, readsbyjessica.com. And I'm Ash and you can find me on Instagram at a wolf 91 and last but not least, I'm Britt, and you can find me on both TikTok and Instagram at Lunar Literature. I still haven't gotten used to the reads by Jessica. <laughs> I haven't either. Oh, me either. <laughs> I had to catch myself. I, um, what okay. was I doing? When I pasted Scarlett's description, it still had the Barnacle Book. <laughs> and I was That's like, so funny. oh, I'm so glad I caught that. I bet you caught it too, because I'm still having to, like, whenever I do anything, it's like, that's not what it is anymore damn it (laughs) even when I see it though I'm getting used to um what is it it says just s taylor right or jessica s taylor yeah like that's not me I mean it is me me. (laughs) I know like a couple of my friends from high school follow my gabby shelf account now and it's kind of weird because I, I commented and I had to look and see what account I was on. But one of my friends just got a new car and I was like, oh my gosh, how cool. Congratulations. And then he commented back and I was like, oh shit. He's following <laughs> me on my, Gabri- my Gabrielle Delacorte. <laughs> oh no. So speaking of Facebooks, oh, let's see if it's showing. My Facebook's not showing, but my mom was, um, she's in St. Augustine and I was messaging her about the number one spot and I was this was before it hit and I was like I'm so close and she's like what can I do to help and I was like I don't know get people to buy the book and she's like well can you post it on Facebook and share it with me and I was like uh no no but I did I did so I posted on the Facebook page and then I shared it as my original my OG Facebook account but I can't see if anyone's done anything with it because Facebook's being weird. So now, because I remember I liked it on your Facebook, on both of them actually. On both of them, because I did it on both. I did it on the Lexi L Campbell and then my my human one. Oh, I see it. My human one. (laughs) Human one. (laughs) Oh, let me see if I can see it. I know, not me being a weirdo and wanting to make my mom a Goodreads account, even though she doesn't read that much I was like mom I'm gonna make you so You're gonna me and it. five other people have liked it and then Angela Scroggins said congratulations and that's okay. been it okay good nice it didn't blow up like I was worried it was gonna blow up I haven't posted on that account in probably two or three years that's okay <laughs> it's like surprise, okay. surprise, surprise. surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still on Facebook. Yay. So Lexi, apparently it was just me because Leah got the banner updated just fine. I sent it to her and said, hey, can you try posting this? And it changed fine for her. (laughs) I I hate Facebook so much. Oh, it's just me. But it's changed now. So if you guys want to go look at the new Scarlet Facebook banner. Running. Leah had to change it for me, but it's there. (laughs) Ooh, it's blue. Ooh, so pretty. Yeah, she's updating the website too now to reflect to everything's going to be blue for Retribution's release. I love blue, so that makes me happy. I need to start making blue shit. Yeah, we've been working on that. I did that um, Friday, I think. Was that yesterday? Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe tomorrow is Sunday. 
I know I have I to Corinne cl- comes over to my house. <laughs> and I need I a have to clean too. I need yes. a Yes. Yes. And then we we have stuff to do tomorrow too. Like can't mm-hmm. talk about that, but we're doing stuff tomorrow. <laughs> Fun I'm stuff. So, I'm so fun excited. stuff. Oh, I have to send you guys something. Remind me when we're done here. Text like message me. I have to send you a surprise. Okay. Well, surprise. Lexi, let's talk about the reception for today. Like, how's <laughs> that been? Overwhelming. <laughs> Overwhelming. There got there was a point because I felt good this morning, and then I think there was a point at like twelve where I just died. Like I was, I was my what's it called um I don't know my social battery died and it's not even like I saw anybody in person it was just answering all of those messages that I got mm-hmm. it was a lot and everybody's been really sweet and it's I want to like talk to everybody well you remember what Scarlett said like she has she's having to move away from that because it was so overloading for her so don't yeah, they can be nice, but you don't have to be nice back necessarily. Like you can just throw them a heart and just say thanks and move on but with your life. Can you imagine my little 300 compared to hers? How many messages do you think she gets on a release day? Like no wonder she can't remember to answer us. She, she has to scroll for 12 miles to find her messages. <laughs> and then True. the new Instagram feature just really ruins everything. I hate that feature. So I'm in an engagement group and like, immediately after that they're like you need to unsend all your messages and I was like I posted it like two seconds ago I'm going give me a damn second <laughs> that's stupid that's so I don't want to see it there either trust me <laughs> so so you've been, don't... the new update I have not I've been out of the loop clearly. the new so... update if you tag someone in your post in a grid photo it will send it to them as a dm ew yeah yeah yeah. yeah working for a marketing agency where we have multiple instagram accounts was a lot of fun on friday and thursday like, who thought that was a good idea because it's fucking not no, it's no. Not. But someone mentioned in the, one of the chats that we needed to have like the iphone like the the pinned messages like you know that way we yes. could have like the ones like our groups that were in all the time i was like fuck yes that's what we need i mean they need to just take the update back but <laughs> that too <laughs> undo it well, because yeah, they're also talking about doing the chronological order. Yeah. That, w- that would be better than what they're doing currently. Mm-hmm. They can just turn it off and turn it back on and it would be better than what they're doing currently. <laughs> <laughs> what, ma'am? My emotional support dog has been on like overtime, so she's on high alert <laughs> she is i feel bad um mom what's wrong mom <laughs> mom you're really anxious are you okay what? What's happening? oh my gosh ash do you have cool braids going down the side like this i have one i don't oh can gosh. you see it it looks like like uh punk i'm i'm living you're before. so cute yeah. Well, it you know, I walked out to my car this morning and I was walking and then it goes and I was like, "Oh my god." I got so soaked like immediately walking to the car. So I had this little thing in my thing and so I was like drying this side with a towel and then braiding this side back cuz I was like, "Maybe this will do something." <laughs> That's awesome. Cute. I like it. Thank you. So, for those who haven't been on Lexi's Instagram, tell us your biggest accomplishment for the day. 
<laughs> so Tricky Magic is officially out in the world as an ebook and a paperback. It whoop, whoop. at midnight. Um, and then I'm currently number one in new releases for fairy tales. Yeah, yeah you really cool. fucking are. And really frustrating because I, when I first started writing this, there, um, Elia's last name is inspired by a French fairy tale that I read and I cannot find it. Hmm. And it was like, it was a princess and she tricked these three guys, like stole their magical guitar and this thing. And I need to find it. And I can't. I feel like you sent that, that to so me. Funny. I feel like I sent it to somebody. What's but her that last was... name? I'm I'm googling now. What's no, her last name? I feel like I I changed it. So her last name is Tromboso. But I feel all of us googling now. Yes, everyone's googling <laughs> Tromboso. So, but yes, that was inspired by. So a little bit of it was inspired, but then I totally twisted the fairy tale part in the book. And kind of just like made my own because that it came out like that when I was writing that scene and Devin was speaking that's how it came out like totally opposite from what I read or researched but I would love to be a top spot spot in something paranormal or mythology but like I showed you guys earlier those paranormal books are um I don't know if I can compete with the seven wolves of don't doubt your high school. <laughs> don't doubt yourself. We'll you got this. Okay, I looked up. I looked up French fairy tale and then tromboso, and then literally one of the first things that came up was the ass loaded with sponges. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Accurate. I mean, I want to know what that is. <laughs> now you're gonna go in a, in a google hole and start going random places i was trying to find it before we came on here and i couldn't so i have a list of all the french fairy tales i'll send the link to you okay. you can scroll through those and find them okay we're about to have a visitor oh she's going behind the computer never mind <laughs> Oh my God. Speaking of visitors, Nyx has been like so. She's been on one today. I was like wrapping something, and she like attacked my hand, and so I pushed her away, and she like got mad and like attacked my arm, so I like had to shove her, and she like falls on her back, and she's just looking at me like, "You did not do that." <laughs> the and I felt so bad. I was like, "I'm sorry, but like that hurt." Poor, poor Nyx. Yeah, she's supposed to be up here. She's being a brat right now, so I don't know if I would call her poor next. <laughs> I need to stop refreshing things because that's what I've just been constantly doing all day is refreshing my... Oh, you were pulled up on my work computer on my boss's Amazon and I was refreshing all day long. So they're going to get like- You're pulled up on mine too, girl. <laughs> yeah. My boss is going to get all these really weird ads now like for books and stuff. And I'm going to be like, I'm sorry, it was me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was actually looking at trying to do an ad for um, Amazon. So yeah. the one thing we can segue to is these fucking categories- Categories, categories are so weird and i know I, we're gonna probably touch on it tomorrow um yeah. so i got you, an email from you too that literally made me want to gouge my eyeballs out <laughs> <laughs> i got that one too gabby oh my gosh 
I'll <laughs> deal with it all together because literally I can't. <laughs> so, so I got through putting or listing out in a Word document my categories for all the English speaking stores mm-hmm. because going to the Japan one or the French one or the German one or the even the Spanish one is just going to be like a nightmare for me. Yeah, I can barely speak English, people. Well, at least um, you didn't get your customer service response sent back in French <laughs> out of true. nowhere. And I haven't gotten a response back. Uh-huh. Would you say I don't speak French? <laughs> no. You know what I haven't checked? What are my top numbers in, like, Canada? and? Oh, oh check it. Check Canada. Check. I'll do Australia. Okay, I'll do Canada. Go. So, Lexi, while you're looking, what has been the biggest, um, everyone's favorite thing so far? Um, usually, have anyone said? Usually, when I get to chapter nine, I get a <laughs> message. <laughs> or, like, oh, so it's usually after chapter two, and when they meet the three boys, they're like, "It's so spicy," and it's I'm only on chapter three. And I'm just like, it's just the warm up. Buckle like, up, buckle. <laughs> you gotta wait. <laughs> and then when they get to chapter nine, and then usually it's the woods, and then the ending, I get a hate message. <laughs> I need to right. tell you what happened yeah. at the hairdresser. Um, so I was t- I was like raving about your book and how you I had gotten my paperback copy that day, mm-hmm. and um this girl walked in she's like oh I heard you were writing a book and I follow you on Instagram and like you've been posting about this book called Tricky Magic like what's that and so I was like oh it's my friend's book and I'm so excited about it and whatever and she goes um is it spicy like I read a lot of like spicy stuff and I was like yes let me tell you we got (laughs) you you. (laughs) but it was funny because I got a message like shortly before that someone had messaged me and was like is this book spicy and I was like yeah there's literally like sex within the first like chapter and a half so like (laughs) yeah I of course it's spicy I'm sorry I'm a reader like yeah (laughs) it's spicy you write that's what we like Mm. we like spice within the first three chapters in this house yes so I sent Lexi her Australian numbers but she is let me get it pulled back up 104 in mythology and folktales for Australia. Woohoo. 572 for paranormal romance. And then 5,462 in the overall Australia Kindle store, which is awesome. Wow. Bro, you ranking. (laughs) So for Canada, I am 5,149 overall. 67 in mythology, 114 in demons and devils romance, which I love so much. And I, yes! wish, I wish we had that here. That's and so then nice. 117 in demons and devils paranormal romance. I love that. Nice. <laughs> Excellent categories. I should be following those categories. For real. What about the UK? So we need to check that one too. Here, let me see. And for new releases under Demons and Devils, I am 22nd. Heck yeah, you are. I wish Amazon told me this, though. I know. Like, I wish wish you got, like, stats. Yeah, You're going to love the UK one. You ready? You're number 10 in LGBTQ adventure fiction. (laughs) Woo! 
You're number 40 in folklore and you're number 40 in erotic romance. <laughs> I didn't even choose that category. <laughs> they <Yeah>. just knew. <laughs> they knew. God, I love oh, it. Christopher. What did you call it earlier? Sci-fi. Sci-fi, but he said, um, what did you say? You, you were like sci-fi erotica. Yeah. And then he said pararotica for pararotica. <laughs> oh, honey. Oh, goodness. I had um, Stone come home from work yesterday and your book was out. And he goes, hey, that looks like your friend's book. And I'm like, it is. It is. It is. It is. It's oh, here. do you guys want to see where Lexi is on my shelf? Yeah. Y- yes. I haven't put her on my shelf yet, except for just like holding it. Literally. <gasps> That's where she was going to go on mine. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I am number. She's in good company. Yes. I, I do wish, sometimes I wish I did the five and a half. I mean the five by eight, but I really like the five and a half by eight and a half. I don't think I'm going to go with the the five by eight. I like the size. It's just so pretty. I love looking at it. I'm like, it's pretty. It's so pretty. I also just love that Derek um, went and reviewed the book himself. (laughs) I know. I read his review. I saw it. It was so funny. (laughs) This is sweet. That was amazing. He like didn't even I didn't even ask. He just was like, <laughs> Oh, you didn't okay, that's awesome. So that's I am cutie. number two in Amazon hot new releases. I mean, sorry, hot new releases in LGBTQ adventure adventure fiction. <laughs> <laughs> I am so concerned about these titles though. But like how do I mean, they pick these? Because like, yes, it's your characters are LGBTQ. But like, <laughs> that was not the first category. <laughs> no, it wasn't. And like, a- adventure fiction. Yeah, I guess there's an adventure. <laughs> there's something. But um, Crooked Kingdom is number four right now in that same category. So I mean, it's still similar. It, it's in that realm. But there's a lot of hot guys on these covers. Jeez. <laughs> Where are the ladies at? Nope, all men. No lady. Oh, there's one lady. Nice. Okay. Anyways. How's so what are you working on now, Lexi? So right now in my head space is the Garm Christmas special. <laughs> oh, really? Really? Look so bad. Oh, why so bad? Look, look at what <laughs> I was noticing though, because like you see how this one, remember this one, the, mm-hmm. it's a this doesn't go all the way to the bottom, but look at how well so, I gotta tab the other one. So I am like, I wonder if Amazon would kill me if I made every edge black. So then the, it, it would look so like- So then the black. outside is black? That'd be so cool. I don't Do know what possibility. Do it. You gotta at least try. I want a special edition that has the black edges with like the flames through it. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Shut up, me too. We've gotta stop giving her ideas. She's gonna freak out. <laughs> Her designer like, brain's gonna explode. That, like that one girl who does like the sprayed edges even on like paperbacks. Yes. Yeah. I'm want... not that talented. I can't paint so bad. I have all the tools oh to do Are you gonna try it? You should try it. It's actually not that difficult. So hang on, let me grab it. I did it to my copy of lore. 
I can't art, so I'm So I painted my copy of Lord Gold. Ooh. Nice. So all you do is you just, and it works the same for hardbacks as paperbacks. It just depends on like, you have to put more clamps on a paperback. So I put printer paper and then masking tape around the outside edges. Mm -hmm. And then I got some of those like wood clamps and just clamped it all the way around and then just used a sponge brush and acrylic paint. Nice. But I did it to this I one because I wanted I to see make, how I could do it. I'm gonna do it. Takes um, like three coats. You have to let it dry between and then you have to go through and separate each page individually after it's dry or it gets all crunchy. Oh you gotta oh, try okay. it, Gabby. Yeah, there's this uh, Christina Lauren book, the In a Holidays, and I think it would be really cool to do the Christmas lights on the. That's yes. Somebody did that too. The girl who I'm thinking of, she did that. Is she? Yeah, it's so cute. Oh I was like, I love this book, and I love that. I have now extra copies of A Court of Thorns and Roses, so I could also do that too. Mm-hmm. Well, if you get good at this, Gabby, I will send you Tricky Magic for you to do black and then put flames on it. <laughs> and you cake. could start selling custom um, edges in your shop, too. Oh, my gosh. That would be That'd so be fun. Awesome. So speaking um, of special editions. I need, so, it. I need this so bad. But I feel like you guys can kick me for it. I don't feel like it's special enough. Lexi, <laughs> do not make me full name you on this podcast. I will so, do it. So the guy messaged me and he said he's not going to be able to do it until mid-January. So I feel like I won't get special editions until probably February. Well, then in that case, what if when you do your special edition, you do the inside printing like you wanted to, but you also add the Garm Christmas special as bonus content to the back? Yeah, Yeah, I can do Mm -hmm. that. And then it has the extended epilogue too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's plenty special, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so complicated i should probably email him and let him know that then you should yes. i need to email him back about mine anyways email bruce email he's bruce. very nice he is so nice Ooh. okay <laughs> so there will be special editions so i guess we can do a faq right now because people keep asking me questions yes. answer yeah. all the questions let's let's go through it go for okay. it so I have no idea when hardbacks are going to be a thing. I would love for hardbacks though. Yeah. But as, so- an, as an indie author, that's not yeah. an easy possibility. Derek was like, he was like, I really want a hardcover. That's just like, it can have like a um, jacket, jacket. jacket, but like the cover, it's like the hardcover should be um, like the back, like the background for your cover. He was like, no one. So wait, what do you mean? Like the instead of having tricky magic, mm-hmm. just like the the cover itself as the it's like the, the without the, the typography. Woods. Oh, yeah. so I am on Eliziana's wait list, and we have ideas. So I mm. wonder if because we're gonna do a double sided dust jacket. Ooh. So I wonder if one side is what Derek wants and the other side is what Eliziana makes. Don't phrase it like that because then he'll get a big head. <laughs> he, a big head. he already made it into Scarlet's book. He can't have input in yours too. But <laughs> I need to figure out though what the foil is going to be because they do full foiling. Ooh. The fire should be foiled. Should it be oh the my fire God. or should it, it be, be the greenery? 
No, it should be the fire. Fire. The fire would be cool. I'll grab my book and hold it. And where's mine? Hold on. Hold on. Let me wheel over here. One second. I have both of mine because I'm a psychopath. Oh, I'm going to buy like four of them. Don't worry. Oh, I know. And if she does double-sided dust jackets, guess who's going to have like three sets of hardback so I can show all of them. <laughs> Us. All of them. <laughs> it is pretty. I basically oh. sleep with this book. So I have one regret. What? What? It's this right here. It looks like dust. Yes. Again, so oh. when you look at the... When you look at it like like together it makes sense but just looking at the spine yeah I can see that just that little guy right there is bugging me do you not have it (laughs) no I do okay no I have it on my shelf I just don't want to get up sorry (laughs) I love it though it's the prettiest I told you when you like started making all of these like this is gonna be the prettiest book I own and it is I worry that I'm starting a I don't want to call it a revolution but like, if anybody like, hopes, I would love to see more of this, but like, I'll always know that you were the first. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if- this is a copy of LL Campbell. You know it. <laughs> in your pay in in your in your um. Oh my god, I'm blanking. Word. What copyright page? Copyright page. Cite them there. <laughs> But I mean, who who has who has books like this? Who right? Does, who does that? Lexi. Nobody. <laughs> Lexi does it, and it's so, so pretty. You're yeah. gonna put the other formatters out of business because they're gonna be like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Corinne was like, "There's a job for formatting books," and I'm like, "No, I will no, no, <laughs> not. I will I'm writing them. Not yes. I will make the <laughs> I will make the designs for everybody." And I but will the formatting guys, is difficult. I will help you guys, but to format 452 pages. Oh, I no. I'm gonna have little skinny minis, so good. Gabby, we have not like, always. We've had this discussion. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of designs, what am I gonna do for book two? Because there is gonna be a book two, and there's gonna be a book three, and there's gonna be novellas and I'm so excited. <laughs> I think you should do more fire and stuff because obviously it's going to be set. No, Somewhere. not spoilers. It's going to be set in. Wait, wait. I, I can't finger spell fast enough. <laughs> there we go. Um, <laughs> oh, and I want to talk to you guys about something. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't want to steal this from um, the book that Jess is reading right now. But daddy, 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 not shadow daddy, 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 daddy <laughs> is in lore. We know what he's represents. Uh-huh. So what if that is really in some? Do it, do it, do it, do it, yes, do it, yes. Okay. Everything you just said. Yes. Okay. I was thinking about that today. No complaints. Do I'm it. Glad you, I'm glad you guys are on the same page. <laughs> so, what other questions have you gotten from people today? Um, if it's going to be on KU, is another one that I keep getting. I don't want to say that it is, but it is a possibility. 
always a possibility could happen but the garm christmas special will be on ku so that and when can the people expect the garm uh this week (laughs) i don't know i'm gonna try to write you haven't even started it lexi i know (laughs) i'm gonna try to write it tomorrow i feel like it's only gonna be five to eight thousand words which i can do in a day so it's gonna be about me writing that editing send it to me as soon as you're done i'll edit it okay okay so i i would love because um you'll start on the 21st right yeah yes I don't know if I can get it out by the 21st. I would love to get it out by the 22nd because it also depends on. That's Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) Jess is like freaking the fuck out. Wait, what? It's only five to 8,000 words. But you haven't started it yet. You're going to (laughs) stress yourself out. It's going to be like. Jess anxiety. It's all sex though. It's going to be fine. Okay, that's fine. Go for it. You you can write those in like two seconds. There's going to be like. All smut. Two Easter eggs and a whole lot of smut. Yes, Gabby. You could write that in one day. I could. Knowing how fast you write. Yeah. She she will. I don't even know how you can write that fast. I'm like, how do I haven't even started writing with them? Sit and you poop out words. But I have the, I have, (laughs) I have certain things that I know is going to be in there. (laughs) And um, lots of claws and lots of blood and lots of Billy being badass and Garm. So are you going to announce this before or is it only people who listen to the podcast get to know about it? Only the people that listen to the podcast and the street team and then one of the few people that have been gushing in my DMs get it because I've been like sending it as a um, what's the word a uh, distraction for when people start cursing me about the ending (laughs) tricky magic about the cliffy yes about the cliffy so I just slide in the cover and um yeah so if like surprise yeah you know the the shiny pretty book coming look it's coming Mm -hmm. so I would love go ahead Gabby people with traditional authors have to wait like for just reading um kingdom of the curse we have to wait until november next year whereas with you we're gonna get another book hopefully in a couple months maybe a little longer than that but they don't have to die for a whole year so yeah i think that's the thing about being um an indie author is it just it it's all about me and when jess can edit for me and things like that (laughs) but my goal is speaking of my goal is may and a possible full moon in May would be my date, but we'll see. When is the full moon in May? I think it was, I was looking at it earlier. Because I was talking to, well, um, the 15th. The 15th. I was talking to Ash about this a while ago because she asked me how long it took me to write Tricky Magic. And I looked at Scrivener. And I probably wrote Tricky Magic in about two months. Like, I think 80% of my writing was within like half of August, September, and the beginning of October. Mm-hmm. And then November was all editing. And then mm-hmm. we released in December. Yep. So it was fast. Because once you got the initial idea and like batted it around in your head and kind of figured out where it was going, like it all just kind of flowed. Yeah. And we've been talking a lot the past couple of weeks about it. (laughs) Yeah. It's like with mine too, like I'm, I'm completely done with mine. It's in editing right now, but like it's done. 
and my brain won't let me start on book two until I get my edits back but like I could and I don't know how fast I'm going to be able to finish book two or how fast I'm going to want to release it but yeah I let me look I think I did uh Siren's Mutiny in about two or three months too because we started around the same time girl you Mm -hmm. wrote so fast it made me so insecure (laughs) do not reading through her book was like she's like let me know if you have any edits and I'm like beautiful I'm like I literally had to fix so much shit because I was like pooping outwards it was like not cute (laughs) and and Jess is like perfect and Lex is like perfect I also know Lexi edits though while she writes so Lexi does edit while she writes my shit's ugly (laughs) but don't worry I left like shit tons of comments in Lexi's too when I edited hers (laughs) see mine was mostly like commas and dialogue Mm -hmm. issues and like Mm -hmm. saying flower instead of floor and like (laughs) shit like that That one was my favorite. I was like, that was my favorite one. We should post about that one because that one was so funny. Well, I, I have the original so I can take a photo of it. Yeah, that was it's so like, funny. Um, whoops. Okay, so speaking of typos, some first prints have typos in them. Mm-hmm. And it's no not one, your fault. Only one person has said anything. Really? Yes. See? I'm shocked. We don't care. Yeah, if they can't. Cut that out. <laughs> I'm gonna throw my five star at them. <laughs> Do it. But so I think um my process this time, because I was talking to Tiff and Books, um, because she finished it recently and she was kind of freaking out a little bit. And she's like, when are you gonna have book two? And I told her May, but my goal is to get arcs out much sooner. Yeah. And just because I am looking at other authors. And some of the books that released this week already had like over a hundred reviews up. And I'm like, did I not give out enough arcs? Mm-hmm. Or are they just bigger authors or what? I think with Zodiac Academy, it was just like a lot more built of a hype because it was book seven mm-hmm. in yeah. a series. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Um, it took me 52 days to write The Siren Mutiny. Jesus from the Christ. time I started to the time I exited it to move it to editing in Word. <laughs> And she goes, I'm having such bad writer's block. What do I do? That lasted for one day, whereas mine was like two months. Yeah, <laughs> I think my writers, because I started it in July. So July and August were all writer's block. September was a little bit. And then I probably wrote 80,000 words in October. There was one day you did like almost 10,000 words in a single day. And I was like, I, mm-hmm. I did, I think I did 24 in a weekend yeah not surprised I was so I'm not shocked I was so (laughs) sick and I don't know if Dale is gonna listen to this podcast but any migraine I had on a Monday was because of my writing over the weekend (laughs) Dale you heard nothing (laughs) you heard nothing he doesn't care he's gonna love it also like as someone who doesn't know Dale I love you. I love you so much. <laughs> Can I be your best friend? <laughs> love him so much. Jill's awesome. We love Dale. I love Dale. Every time I see I him, just, I'm like, yes. <laughs> love Dale. Yeah. I just love that Tiffin book. She has like how many followers on freaking TikTok? Many. 80,000. 80, 84.5. Okay. Said that 
Oh, holy shit. Okay. So I checked earlier the views on her tricky magic video. It was like 5,000. It's over 10,000 views right now. Wow. That's awesome. And she fucking rated Lexi's book a 4.5 stars and four out of five spicy. (laughs) And it was book one. (laughs) Buckle up, buttercups. It's, yeah, it's spicy. So, yeah. so, so one, one thing I did get, and we got this from one of the alpha readers or one of the beta readers was they were a little turned off by the foursome in the beginning, Really, which was one of my anxieties or one of my insecurities. Like I was worried about that, but then I go back to like some of our conversations. Cause I feel like that was world building in a way to discuss the way witches are and to kind of show how Elia was in the beginning. Right. I think it was needed for Elia's character building more than anything. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then everyone wants to punch Isaac in the face. Yeah. So I'm glad um, I I'm glad I went back and uh tweaked him just a little bit more. I think if you had cut that whole like even if it wasn't just the sex scene that you had cut, like their relationship at the beginning still needed to happen. Mm-hmm. And I feel like without it other stuff that Elliot does isn't going to make sense yeah. necessarily. So I like it. it. I think it adds to her relationship with we can say his name. Shadow Daddy. I Shadow Daddy. She's announced and we can say his name. I know. But, but he's still, still Shadow Daddy. It's kind of like. still Shadow Daddy. So <laughs> I think that that shows the difference though, you know, like yeah. she's different. And it also was with them her. versus how she is with Roz. Yeah, and it also helped build up that one scene. God, yeah. <laughs> I think it also like sets your book apart from like because like people might go into thinking, oh, this is gonna be a reverse harem, but then it's such mm. a roof. A bit more powerful, yeah. like seeing the actual relationship between like the main characters. Yeah. Also goes to like again with the whole sex positive thing that Elliot is just in general, but it's also like she doesn't really have these qualms about a lot of things. So then when you do see her anxiety come through, it's more poignant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the haters. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad um, your uh, reverse hair moment didn't break my heart like another book that I'm thinking of. <laughs> that made me cry really hard. What book are you thinking of? What book does she always cry about? Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to start right them because I know that they're going to make me cry to. and I don't want to. Lexi and Jess are now terrified. They're over. Books. Where are they? They're it's right worth there. that gold thing. Where's my finger? Right there. That's where they yeah. are. Right. Yeah, it's mine are in the office because <laughs> I don't have enough room on my bookshelf. <laughs> But yeah, like I, I see them, I want to start them. And then I think about the conversations we have and I'm like, I'm not in the mood to cry today. So I'm good. <laughs> see, know? that's like, it's like Katie series and that I don't like, maybe, I don't know. I have so much to read and so much to write. It's the most frustrating thing in the world. I understand I why Scarlett doesn't read while she writes now. Yeah. It's so hard. Something Corinne said to me, C. Rochelle, when we were chatting over the, this week was um, how I, I, I should have checked in with her to see if she read it all. But she said that reading usually triggers writing for her. Mm-hmm. Same. I can see that. So when 
I was in a little bit of a writer's block slash pause or was it did I read um Corinne's last book while we were in editing I forget I think you read it while I was edit while me and Genesis were editing mm-hmm. so that like sparked me to adjust some of things not in a stealing way which a lot of authors like boast about not reading because they're going to be like I don't want to get accused for stealing I just find like dialogue or way people interact with each other is to be my inspiration when I read I know Scarlett likes to stay away from that are in her same genre but like I was reading Sea of Roses which is a pirate romance book and it inspired kind of how I want to do a certain scene with Callum in book two Mm -hmm. like I'm not stealing it because like that's a whole book and it's just giving me inspiration for how I want Callum to act in one specific scene that I'm thinking of right like that's the thing like no one can write a scene like you can so even if you're inspired by that book like the only person that's going to make something amazing out of that like inspiration is going to be you so I think like it's fine and there's there's elements um because both in both of Corinne's books her series sex brings like some kind of like power charge up that is also really big in the witch community like manifesting things from orgasms or sex or anything that's where I pulled it from but I feel like she paved the way for that what Gabby Davenport (laughs) I haven't read that either that one's seven books you can take your time on that one yeah but like there are some similarities but a lot of it is pulled from just my research and overall witchcraft I mean the the thing is you're always going to have some sort of similarity because like the world ain't infinite like there's only so many things you can pull inspiration (laughs) from yeah and everyone researches the same thing. You got a witch in your book? What are you going to research? Witchcraft. Yeah. You got demons? What are you going to look up? Demon lore. Like, it's all Like, are you going to make up some random, like, species of paranormal creature? I mean, I guess you could, but somebody else has probably already thought of it as well. Like, it's, Oh, yeah. you just don't know about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that, like, some psychologists think that there's no original thoughts anymore because everything has, like, inspired, has been inspired by something else. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially like the trickster side. I haven't read any trickster books, but a lot of my trickster inspiration is for my love of Loki mm-hmm. and his lore. And that's going to be very like present in book two and three. Yeah. I think I've only told Ash my book two ending. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hiding my face to hide reaction. <laughs> It kind of came out organically ish though, because she was like, We did this and this, and then this happened. I was like, <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you guys kind of know it when we were talking. I feel like if you tell us, we're going to be like, Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to tell you? Yes. Out. Okay. So yeah. we were talking about the whole I love you thing. where you put that in the chat I think you did I was like that sounds so you thought people were mad at you now oh that cliffy is gonna be so bad well that was awkward (laughs) this wasn't a bad cliffy comparatively but they're gonna like demand your head on a stick 
Yeah. Well, well, like uh, Alexa's the only person that's read my book like fully through oh, except for Jess. And um, uh, I had to make a bad Cliffy because there's only two books. So same. That's why mine end too because it's like because I have the whole whole arc overall outlined like what I'm an outliner I am a planner and I cannot pants for my life um (laughs) dresses me out (laughs) but so I've had like the idea of what I want to get to eventually so I was like well this seems like a decent place because you know what happens what happens um and then so that's where I'm splitting it but it's the same it's like it's a cliffy and it's not a very nice one either like my grandma was pissed when she read it it's not a nice Ooh, one it's not I haven't I haven't gotten to the cliffy yet okay yeah, well it's, it's like the nice. very last couple of pages so um, it's not nice it's not nice so it's not nice. like that's like you kind of have to to not like a mean cliffy but some kind of cliffhanger to move you into the next story yeah mm-hmm. But Gabby's is me too, so I don't want all the hate. <laughs> oh. Yeah. You know, this is bad though because I was doing all of my edits and I was like, you know, what if I changed it? But I already stuck with it, so I'm going to keep it. I did that. I did a writing class with an author named Sarah Smith, who's like a smaller, she's a published, smaller, contemporary author. And one of the things that she says that it's really, really great to bait, like break up big chunks of like your book is to do lists and whether that be names that be like, like the one that she used for her example is um, it's a food truck novel. And um, she did like a list of like ingredients that she needs or like to do list or whatever. Mm-hmm. She said that it keeps the um, reader going down and they don't even realize that they've gone through like half a page because of all that stuff. And like, yeah. Like, that's why, like, in legal writing, we literally break it up with, like, extra tab spaces instead of doing, like, just one tab. It's, like, a double tab. Mm. And then we'll add, like, um, like, you'll do, like, dashes a little bit more than you would do it in a book. Like, your brain and mind needs that space, so. Yeah, I think that's why my chapters were so, I don't want to call them choppy, but they were shorter because I do have an ADD brain. But when Mm. you look at uh, traditionally published authors, like, Kingdom of the Cursed or Kingdom of the Wicked, she has recipes in her books mm-hmm. or spells to break it up. Like, I didn't think to do that, but my chapters are already a little different. I don't think your chapters need that. No, they're already designed for ADD people like me that, like, can't have a 300-page chapter. <laughs> can't even tell you how thankful my brain is for you, Lexi. Like, I could, I could hug your book a million times over and over again like (laughs) I was I was getting okay so back to like podcasting I was getting a little bit of anxiety because as I reread I felt like it was such a slow burn from nine until whenever because I was like why haven't they had sex yet and I wrote the book (laughs) it's perfect I love it I know yeah the tension material come on (laughs) we like like the ash has read to that scene in mine and she's pissed at me but like it is it is first book material because like it doesn't make sense for them to do anything that early yes i told you my friend thought like like god like like 
Um, my friend said that she loved your book more than she liked Tate James's writing. Like she was, she's obsessed with your book. So is this, um, Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's fucking awesome I love her she yeah. needs a book account and she needs to be on my street team I know I keep telling her she she said that after December she's thinking about making one she's just been nervous okay. too because she works at a school oh so she's like, give her an alias or something I know but that didn't work out well because fucking Dale found it Dale is nosy Dale is a super sleuth it's fine <laughs> it's casual you know it's fine. That's the thing, though. Like, I spent. I figure out how to hide my name because, like, I can't. I mean, it's not like the end of the world. I don't think if people found it, but at the same time, because of like this, the being a lawyer is just. I, don't know. I think we need a lawyer character in our book, Brit. <laughs> Pay homage. Wait, I have an idea. Just, just no. Message me. <laughs> I will. You guys need to start writing this book. I know. I'm ready. Basically, you already like, it, like in our chat. It's basically outlined. It's just a matter of sitting down and writing it. Yeah, we have like what, like three books basically outlined already. So. Yeah. So speaking of uh, sizes and things like that, I think this series will be my biggest series. And then any other spinoff series might be the traditional 70 to 80,000 words. I have a question. (laughs) Do you think you want to write anything? uh, Do you think you want to write anything? Like, I don't know. I walk around and and will literally see someone like charting groceries around and come up with an idea. Like, have you come up with any ideas for things outside of the tricky magic world that you want to have? I have, but I don't know if if they would still fit into the tricky magic world as like little, excuse me, one, one bookers. (laughs) Cause I had that idea for the um, house with the ghost and the like random person that gave her money. And I'm like, (laughs) that could be in Glenover if it, if, like just because like it doesn't have to be part of the tricky magic like universe but it could still be in Glenover and then I had a random idea for some like uh cute grocery bagger to get picked up by some witch or something like that (laughs) like can I help you out to your car ma'am and she's like you can help me with a few other things (laughs) this straight take seem so very fun. You also know that you have to write the obligatory something science fiction for Christopher. Oh, I know. I just need to write a little spin-off series or something, some random alien point. Christopher and his sci-fi. But I know, but I do have that one book that I outlined, I wrote like the first few pages for all the um the ladies' husbands that disappeared and then they moved into a house together. I still have that yes. saved. Yes. Yes. And I feel like that's going to be contemporary. It's just going to be like dark and like a mystery thriller type thing. That would be much fun. <sighs> yeah. So you have lots of ideas and not enough time in no. your life. No. Well, well, then Chris needs to pick it up so that he can be your sugar daddy and you can just quit your job. <laughs> True. And I hope he can hear me. <laughs> It's wild though because I Tate James said she's booked out for the next like five years worth of like ideas. So yeah. if you yeah. can keep, I believe it. The woman is insane. Mm. I have a, I just, she is so like far in advance. Oh, 
And then I also want to do a spinoff series for the va- the vampire we created. Oh. <laughs> Who still needs a name? We could call him Vlad. We decide. Did no, I send you, you that list of Romanian names? We said Sebastian. Sebastian. Did we say- Sebastian Helsing or I don't guess something like that. I don't know that, the Helsing part's a little cringy I know I like the Sebastian was part. So cringe. the Helsing was so cringy I was cackling the whole time typing it it was so funny I was like I can't tell if she's serious or not let me just I was not I was not I was not the Helsing was not serious the Sebastian was serious yeah, the I Helsing like was not I just need to think of a um last name the last name just made me giggle what if he's just so old he doesn't go by his last name? He doesn't need one. It's he like forgot. a race thing. He forgot. <laughs> he forgot. <laughs> Memories fade. <sighs> oh, I need to write book too. But I need We're ridiculous. I need to write Garm's thing too. Yeah, focus on Garm first. Yeah. Let's get that out. I'll get that done tomorrow. <laughs> Send it to me whenever. I'm going to write 10,000 words tomorrow. Yeah, Casual. Like, no big deal. Big deal. Just protect your hands. See, my hands and wrists never bother me. It's always my eyes and my headache. Oh yeah. That's what bothers me. I could type and design all day long, but staring at screens, no. Do you have blue light glasses? I do, but so that was me on Friday. We went to the movies to see Spider-Man. And for some reason, movies, I always have a headache when I get out of the movies. But I was, like, planning on writing the rest of the afternoon. And I was, like, sat down at the computer and was, like, this isn't happening. Because my head just hurt so bad. I think that's why I have such a hard time writing after work. Mm Mm-hmm. Could you do, like, um, a blue light screen on your computer? They have, like, screen protectors that you can put on your computer. I haven't tried that. I kind of want to try that, actually. Just, like, in general. Because I have the glasses, they're in my lenses, are blue light, but like, it doesn't make a difference that I can tell. It was my headaches, at least. Like, I have these and they don't do shit. I don't know. I think mine help. Mine help me because I can tell when I do wear them and when I don't, I just get more fatigued. Mm -hmm. Like, I also do. I think it's because if I didn't have my glasses on, I'd be like like Velma in Scooby Doo. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm that blind. So I don't really notice anything without my glasses on because I always have my glasses on. So I need to get my eyes and my ears checked. Like soon. Because my left ear keeps spasming and it's really annoying. Uh, And it's like, it's so like ringing. No, I always have the ringing and I just blame that on the spirits. But the way our conference room is set up, even here though, or if I'm sitting on the couch and if Chris is talking from my right side, my left ear starts like spasming and I have to like turn my head and try to like get sound in for it to stop. Yeah. You should go to the doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, But it's really bad at work because the way our conference room is Chris, my boss has such like a, um, like, I don't want to say it's a deep voice, but it's a very carrying voice. And when he's like talking for a long time, like it's, it's really bad. And then it like, so you should go to the doctor. Yeah. Well, would you rather have a book written or would you like me to go to the doctor? Yep. <laughs> Trade-offs. I mean, the doctor just for your all over health. I mean, I want yeah. the book, but I mean, 
you can do right. the doctor too yeah but how often do you guys go to the doctor well gabby you're always at the chiropractor because you can't take care of yourself <laughs> i don't like going to the doctor so i rarely go but i should go yeah i go to i have my ear issues so i go at least every six to nine months to that doctor to the regular doctor maybe once a year yeah. but for my ear doctor more often because my ear doesn't like your ears naturally drain themselves like to clean their self-cleaning kind of um where my ear canal wall is removed in my right ear um it's just nothing comes out on its own so I have to go get it cleaned out Mm. bodies are weird bodies are Mm -hmm. weird I've been quite a bit yeah but mainly for my wrist because I did my wrist thing this year and then my back has been killing me and Lexi's correct I can't need to stop breaking yourself Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of doctors and my book, um, I got Ooh. one sad face for Elia choosing not to have kids. Oh. Huh. <laughs> I mean. Oh, okay. choice bitches. Under- That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say I could understand being sad that she wouldn't have kids, but I I really can't. I mean, I did choose to have one, but I choose not to have any more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I also I mean, think like especially in books the pregnancy trope like happily ever after pregnancy trope is just like way overdone mm-hmm. and it doesn't need to happen and some people no. don't want kids mm-hmm. and right. that's perfectly fine mine so that's a topic of conversation specifically in mine too because my main character has endometriosis like I do and um so I mean like there's a conversation that happens where she's like is that even a possibility for me and like I, I hadn't even thought that far because I didn't really think I want a mafia woman to have children but you know like I don't think I'm gonna have to address it with my mermaids <laughs> no. <laughs> we love that I don't know how I would but I don't think I'm going well Ash had an idea for something with Callum that I think I'm gonna run with um but yeah I don't think that's gonna be a, a thing that I have to worry about with the mermaids is, a, is Ash trying to like set up an adoption system because she had an idea too for uh here, cut, cut this. Can so- mermaids have children with human men? Is that a That's thing? why I said it. I don't think it's going to be an issue. Ariel did. That's a cartoon. We're not doing that. <laughs> There's that one, like the 13th year, which is like that Disney Channel movie. I'm pretty sure that. They, it was a human and a mermaid. Well, Bridget can turn into a human or look like a human. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. So, but I don't know how I'm going to address it. But I do think that's going to what I have Callum give up to, tr- Please to don't be able to find a- Bridget. Just don't give us a favorite and Reese moment where they did it while she was human and then and then she's like a pregnant like a mermaid. That's <laughs> a mermaid or something. Little yeah, I will not do that. Don't worry. When mermaids are pregnant, they can't transition back into mermaids. So they have to wait the full like cycle. And then they, <laughs> once they give birth, that's when they can shift again. Oh. What are you doing? She's like, I, I don't know. I was trying something. She was trying I to saw- climb up on my shoulders. That's what she was trying to do. Come what on. are you giggling at, Gabby? I I don't know. Okay, so I watched this TikTok. That's what she was trying to do. Show. Um, I don't know what it is, but this 
alien woman like kisses this guy and she says oh my god if i'm calculating correctly (laughs) on the seventh kiss (laughs) you get pregnant well like like we have a baby or whatever and he's got he goes you're with child and she goes no you (laughs) and then sprouts and then his belly grows and it starts glowing (laughs) uh i know what cartoon that is because emmeline watches it and it's super weird oh my god (laughs) this That's is a kid's cartoon yes i don't like it seem appropriate for children it doesn't because i found i was like what the hell are you watching and she was like i don't know and i was like i don't like this this is weird drama does, does nix ever do this because i have a parent now all the time mm-hmm. She's like, hello yep. i am here she's like over in the corner behind like my office is a mess right now because we're rearranging it but she's like way back there behind like a bunch of stuff just sleeping (laughs) so cute so we're going to be announcing the giveaway winners for our tate james giveaway so for our first place is kayla's pages and places and expect a dm from jess this goes for everyone and second place is Kendra Rare Reads. Woohoo! And the third is Bone Meal Jesus. Woohoo! DM from Jess. Congratulations. And I yes, think we'll be too. posting this on the Smutty and Nutty page as well if you're not listening. Um, but I'll be reaching out after we've announced it on the page to get your addresses and stuff. And also- I will. I want to cover my giveaway. I just want to say a few things. Yes. Because there's some stipulations with the number. (laughs) So for my giveaway that I did earlier in the week, um, the question was how many times Cox appears in Tricky Magic. So if you search it, it appears 119 times. But when you take out Cocked and other things, the winning number is 103. So wow. I was going to originally go with 119, but technicality and everything aside, we we're going with 103. And I already DM'd our winner. So, Woo-hoo. and it was. Congratulations. Let me find her. But she is in the US, so everything's good. I just love that there were 103 cocks. <laughs> That's my favorite. I support it. When I get a signed edition, there better be a hidden cock in my book. That's all I got. <laughs> so the winner was Kayla Taylor's Virgin. Wow. Yes. Congratulations. And I'm excited for her to get all the giveaways. And you guys should keep an eye out for another giveaway here sometime soon because Barnes and Noble fucked up and you'll see why soon. <laughs> so uh, thank you for everyone who entered our giveaway and please look out for future ones, whether that's on the Smutty and Nutty one or on any of our personal accounts. Woohoo! Woohoo! And thank you so much for joining us for this amazing chat and celebrating with Lexi. Woohoo! This has been the Smutty and Nutty podcast. My name is Gabby and you can find me on Instagram at Gabby Show, G-A-B-B-I-E. And I am Lexi, and you can find me on Instagram at Reads by Lexi. And Tricky Magic is currently on Amazon, anywhere you can find Amazon. <laughs> and I'm Jess, and you can find me at, on Instagram at Reads by Jessica, and over on my website at readsbyjessica.com. And I'm Ash, and you can find me on Instagram at a well-read wolf 91. 
And last but not least, I'm Britt, and you can find me on both TikTok and Instagram at Lunar Literature. Yay! Yay! Good night, ladies. Good night. Good night. You guys can keep talking. I just I gotta go finish this book so I can get some sleep so I can function and shovel snow in the morning. <laughs> oh, story, or or you can just sleep in, pretend that you're dead to the world, and make Andrew shovel. True. I like that idea. <laughs> I like That's a good idea. All right. Bye, ladies. I'll talk to you guys Bye. later. Bye. Bye. Love you. Love you.